one of the hardest things in the fitness industry is to find people who have been in the game longer than you, who have run gyms, who have been down the coaching path and who do it in a way that aligns with your values and that are actually available to, to share their experience with you. I found that having mentors was by far the most beneficial thing that I've had in terms of information access over my time in the game. Um, and this is what I would say is the biggest takeaway or the biggest benefit from coming to our coaches intensive is that you get to not only get all of the stuff that we've distilled down to being the most important stuff in terms of coaching and, and, and physical development and running a gym and all those things, but you also get that connection with us and, you know, that can go on to be whatever it is to become but you, we have that relationship and I, I, you know, I really enjoy being able to support those who have come and done our course in the past and go on to work in one of our gyms or perhaps just go on to, uh, to be a friend of ours. So this is why I tell you that we have Coaches Intensive coming up at the end of this month. It's in the Northern Rivers and it's going to be held at Jungle Ballina, which will be the first one up in that part of town and I'm really excited for it. I did do a mini one, a bit of a sort of private one at the end of last year up at uh, Cabarita Beach, but this is fully fledged two days, Saturday and a Sunday. It's the 24th and the 25th of February, um, 8 a.m. till 4 p.m. And we're going to cover the whole thing. Now, this course is for those primarily who want to work in our gyms. And we are looking at expanding up there and we're going to need more coaches. But it is also open to people who want to get closer to what we do and maybe dip their toes into the thing and perhaps working with us one day is a potential goal or perhaps you just want to know more about how we do it and you don't even coach right now but you just want to get, learn more of the context you don't have to be a coach to attend it's an incredible course it's facilitated by me tiora will be there as well uh, we've got a bunch of existing coaches up there that will be in attendance as well as some some others so really excited for it 24th and 25th of feb if you are interested register now there is a 20 percent sale on enrollment and you can claim that until the 21st of feb so don't sleep go to junglealliance.com hit the courses page click through you'll see the course there register use the code let's go l-e-t-s-g-o in capitals and you'll cop the 20 percent discount i look forward to seeing you there welcome to the jungle brothers podcast it's joey and paul here with you what's up Today, we're telling you about the fight, lift, move methodology, where it came from, and what it means for you. That's the one. I'm going to explain myself. Do you remember the iconic TV commercial by Budweiser that made that was up? popular i watched it last week the was up was was from ended up in the in the movie that's right screw not scream, scream or take one yeah that's right and um scary movie scary movie okay yeah but the budweiser commercial was the one where there's a guy sitting on the couch and he's like his mate rings and they say what up what are you doing watching the game drinking a bird what are you doing he's like watching the game drinking a bird remember that uh no so it just popped into my head last week and I was like, fuck, I'm going to YouTube. I think because I, I always enjoyed in, with YouTube like watching the best Super Bowl ads like all yep. the time and that was like one of the iconic ones. Yep. So I watched it last week and then one of the members came in 
And yesterday, and was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "What?" I was like, "You remember where that's from?" And he's like, "That was from Scary Movie." And I was like, "No, bro, no. Watch this." And then we watched it yesterday. Holy shit! So it started with the ad. You'll love the ad because it's actually like cinematic genius. Like the shot selection, the editing—it's like the best ad, perfect ad ever made. I reckon. There's um, there are a, a grade of ads out there that are just the best. Yeah. Like ones like that that you remember that you're like, fuck, that is oh, perfect. It's genius. Because obviously it's just like a couple of guys saying what's that and <laughs> obviously stuck in everyone's head. The other thing that they say in it is true. They say true, true, true. In that the commercial, in a very short commercial. Do they say the what's up? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, they do. Yeah. We'll watch it after this. Yeah. And, uh, and celebrate it. Do you know what one of my favourite ads of all time is? Uh, it's the Peugeot ad. And it's a guy, he's like in India. Yeah, and they're like in a in a little like in a uh, in a marketplace, busy marketplace. Yeah, and like there, I can't remember, but he he's really miring on the like on the new Peugeot. Okay, but he doesn't have one. He's got this mm. shitbox, and so he starts using. <laughs> he beats the shit out of his car. Yeah, he gets yeah, there's yeah, an yeah. elephant in the town square. Yes, he gets it, yes, and he turns it into like a little fake Peugeot. That's so and yeah. then it it's, ends with him like cruising through the town, like that's past so a group good. of girls. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Fuck. Um, other commercial story was remember the GoGo Mobile commercial? Yeah, my mum worked on that. Well, that was Moses' first commercial oh, that no he way. worked on. Oh shit! Yeah, how there funny. You go. <laughs> and that, that sounds about right. The timeline, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't there for long, but yeah, doing the wardrobe piece. I can. Who, so what did Mo? Was he like employed, or was he like coming on for some work experience? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah right. that was way before my time. But that was an iconic commercial. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think mum purchased the overalls that the guy's wearing. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's too good. Uh, let's talk fight, lift, move. Yeah. So this is like the tagline of the Jungle Alliance. Um, more so here at, the, at our gym, right? It's, it's always been our, our ethos. It's, it's actually our sign out the front. One side of the sign says Jungle Brothers, Jungle Botany. The other side says fight, lift, move. Mm-hmm. It's always been that thing. We've now, you know, since the creation of Fight, Lift, Move, we've evolved into the Alliance. We will talk like a, a about where it sits in that regard at the end. But I thought, let's just give people an overview of this philosophy. Sounds good. Um, it is a summary of our, our approach to training and it speaks to the, the philosophy behind our whole view on human physical development. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, take me through when T first floated this with us. Um, well, I remember because he just came back from doing his MovNat certificate way before I knew what MovNat was. Yeah. It's a long time ago. What year? I guess it was early 2000s or something like that. I get like early 2000. Oh, no, around 2010. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, and I remember you guys were, you know, doing CrossFit and cross training elsewhere, doing jujitsu and Muay Thai and whatnot. Doing everything. Doing everything. And there we were knowing we wanted to create something special in the face of a lot of shit that was out there and then trying to figure out what it was. So we were in that time where for years we we're trying to figure out the formula and we're sketching what is it that we're looking for? What are the qualities? What's that type of training? Now that's shit. That's the same as this or that. And then trying to basically boil it down to, um, you know, this, its simplest form. And I remember it was when he came back, I think it was just the modelling that they have in their, in their system um, cross with some of the modeling from CrossFit, which was like a real triangle of, 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 of things coming together. CrossFit had the pyramid piece. Is that what it was? Yeah, with like <clears> their <throat> kind of, you know, hierarchy of things. Okay. Metabolic conditioning, skill, strength development, etc. 
I think, um, yeah, I, I'm not sure how Movnat did it, but yeah, it was like, you know, CrossFit had that tagline of um, building elite fitness or forging, forging, forging yeah, elite yep. fitness. It was like, oh, that's, that really speaks to what yep. they do. So like we need something like that. Yeah, yeah. And because what we wanted to do was be fucking badass at everything, it was like, how do we keep reducing it down into something that we can easily explain or express or even just model for ourselves? So it was around that time, you know, it's fucking whiteboard sessions, it's text messaging a word, you're in the thesaurus all the time. Um, and God, it actually, yeah, it takes a lot of thought to actually come up with three fucking words yeah it does <laughs> i I, do I walked past the gym yesterday so i don't, don't even know where i can't remember where it was but it's on paramount road or something drive past it and uh it said something like you know something rather active or whatever the fuck and then it said excite evolve energize or something and i was <laughs> like oh it's so shit like like there's there is a you know, you could look at ours and be like, that's the same. It's the equivalent. It's three yeah. words, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, nah, our three words actually really have weight behind them, which, you know, hopefully people can understand after this. Where it's not just like three words that start with the same letter and it rolls off the tongue. And, yeah. you know, yeah. like in that kind of way where I do actually feel nowadays people take that three word thing and just... Totally. It's abused. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of... Whatever, I guess that's what happens. People go, oh, it's a good model. And fuck, we weren't the first to do it. Shit. We One of. Somewhere. No, we were. I mean, first in botany. <laughs> 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 Fucking famous for it. Um, okay, so, yeah, so great. And I remember, you know, so the, one of the big parts of this, this, this most significant whiteboard session was how do we do all the shit that we're interested in doing in training in the one place? How do we have mm. combat training? How do we do our weightlifting, mm -hmm. you know, Olympic weightlifting, strength work? And how do we do our, like, our bodyweight gymnastic stuff? Mm -hmm. And we're like, you know, how do we... Like that's what we wanted to have all in the one space. Mm -hmm. So when T landed on fight, lift, move, it was like, fuck, that's everything. Mm. That's the whole shit. But the other side of that that we haven't mentioned yet, which I remember he was super passionate about. Um, if he listened to the podcast, he'd be spewing wasn't here for this episode. Was show fit? We're going to talk about show fit. <laughs> We're not talking about show fit. <laughs> Shit. He was very passionate about he that. Extremely. Maybe one day we can share that story with the people <laughs> and the PowerPoint presentation with the that flames. accompanied it. Yeah, yeah. The flames and the pew, 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 pew with the show lights. God. Um, no, but was the anthropological aspect of it, which was the the human animal evolved to fight, to lift, and to move, and you can sort of extract like extrapolate that out into different physical activities but combat whether de being defensive or attacking was a mm -hmm. part of life mm -hmm. shifting things whether building or creating traps moving or, camp yeah right like you know carrying like just carrying stuff and then shifting uh, and then movement climbing trees climbing a rock face running like jumping throwing like all of these physical attributes right mm -hmm. and it's like damn that's actually what our body's designed to do that's the environment that our body's evolved in so shit doing this fight lift move thing actually helps us that's how we bring people back to this primal this primal person and that's that's what it is and i think to this day it's still um is written on our website and in our you know um in our guides for our coaches and our allies it's really sitting there recognizing at the time we were like um 
you know, fucking this fitness shit is turning to shit. Like it's actually warping and we've really bastardized this thing that's health. And if we go back to, um, you know, the primal man or the ancient man and woman, um, what we're doing now is just completely disconnected with how we evolved to be. And that was it. We were like, we're recognizing a mismatch with how we evolved over a million years. And then in the last, you know, couple of centuries, the way that we're moving and behaving has kind of gone fucking south. Yeah. You know, the sitting in chairs and, and, and all of that. Um, and that's where we're like, well, we need to provide that reconnection. And our mission there is to reconnect people with, yeah, how we were designed to move. So we're going to do that with providing the training to have them move in those ways and then trying to create the environment which kind of the gym space is looking to draw inspiration from you know how the environment in which we shape to be to kind of mimic that so people come in sort of play and hang on the bars and it's not a forest it would be nice to have a forest it would be great to have a forest (laughs) but it's very logistically difficult to to we make d- up but we s- it's still we, we still talk about how we can do that don't we yeah all the time but um pull up bars made from different sized tree tree trunks and yeah uneven surfaces on the floor and bringing in like lighting and rain effects i mean we had it all primal theater that's was right the, was the was one of the original ideas like that's a story for another day too that is, that's that a big is. one all right so the fight lift move piece so there's this kind of you know i think unashamedly it's it's all of that and then it's also what we're interested in Mm -hmm. the three of us yeah and we're like well that's what we want to do and we want to bring people who also want to do what we want to do so we've got a list here of different qualities that come from each of those things and i guess the perspective of these is what makes fight or combat training relevant to the 47 year old mother of three who comes in here and says i i want to you know get fit and healthy and start a, a training habit like where is a fight factory class or jiu-jitsu class relevant for that woman lift and movement i think a bit more self-explanatory um, but let's dive into that fight piece the first part intelligent movement in relation to another dynamic body this one is something that you don't get anywhere else you can only get this through combat training or some other kind of maybe combative, combative like one-on-one sports. But you've got something that's in front of you moving and it's doing what it wants to do to try and win. So you have to respond in, to that body. Yep. I think this one alone is perhaps one of the biggest. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and like you said, you, you can train weights and mobility and strength and all that, but being able to put it together in like a very, this primal act. Inside of that, you're, you're training so many other qualities that you otherwise wouldn't. I think a, a lot of people get stuck in the gym doing strength work, but potentially no plyo work, but definitely reactive movement, uh, strategy, gameplay. It all happens in that little arena that you're having with your one-on-one. There's definitely a overcoming fear and apprehension facet to this as well that can't be overlooked that's the stress management piece the stress management piece it's full on excuse me if i'm going ahead no go ahead but um but yeah i mean i'm a a massive uh believer in in doing exactly this and i think you know we've had lots of members here who have gone into it and i would say it's quite transformative for that person yeah in terms of their confidence 
what they feel yeah like it just basically seeps into every other aspect of their life just because of that stress management and the and the fact that they have to think on the fly while something's trying to attack them yeah right yeah and they're trying to recall complicated techniques and stuff it, it is it's kind of overloading in a way yeah and the the act of it overloading the brain and the body is kind of like a reaching a state of pure mindfulness in a way because takes you away from everything else mm. like whereas you don't really get that when you're lifting weights and stretching not in the same way anyway no you can get it to some degree mm. um so the stress management piece tactile so it's very touch based absolutely and this is something that we have agreed from the beginning that people lack in day-to-day life we all do we just there's not you just don't get touched enough and if you think about like anyone that trains jiu-jitsu has probably put that piece together already where it's like oh yeah we get touched a fucking i'm just getting touched for like 90 minutes when i go to jiu-jitsu class <laughs> and squeeze and everything yeah um but if you don't do jiu-jitsu and you don't play rugby let's yep. say and you don't come from other countries in the world like I don't know, latin america where they're where they're way more tactile with each other mm. like if you're from the west or no not from the west, but if you're from australia like england where we're all a little bit like uptight and stuff yeah and we like shake hands and you know give shit cuddles yeah it's like you go days without touching someone it's true actually i think like we notice this here in the gym like with our handshake and with like touching people when they're training to cue them and stuff people like really they love it you're like man, it's because you, you you're craving it yeah yeah absolutely i was chatting yesterday um laughing about how like kids these i just started um co-coaching soccer team my kids soccer team it's so funny oh, yeah um i got advice from uh someone else about um getting the kids to all shake hands before the game before training and after training and right. building that culture in. and i was like fuck you're so right they kind of do it and i do it with them but i haven't made a point of doing that so i'm making a point of doing that this week but like otherwise have you seen kids like walk up to each other probably for helco and hattie and they like stand a foot away from each other and wave <laughs> go, yeah hi like yeah hi and just wave in front of them it's so awkward it's so lame and i'm like that's fine if you don't really know Should we taught them that but if you but if you're a soccer team and you guys play together and go to battle, battle like a team boys you need to boom and bring it in every single time yeah before and after training and i'm yep. like guys don't be so fucking awkward with that like when i'm doing that too you guys need to do all this you know yeah um yeah so yeah it starts there man absolutely Cause, cause kids are awkward these days they're on the screens they don't know how to be no that's right and it's like yeah we just culturally it's not really there so if you're not weaving it in through training through sport it's just not going to happen and i guess why is that important well, I think it's just important for our society. Right? Body, your body craves it. Your body your craves, mind it. craves it. And, I, and, and it's a trust thing between humans. I think there's kind of a rise of anxiety, you know, and yep. I think it just brings us closer together in many ways that probably a fucking scientist would probably be able to tell me. But I just know that we, we need more of that, more trust, more bond uh, at a time where I think, you know, we're getting pulled away from it. Yeah. Mm. So just quickly over the remainders for fight there yeah there's the combative and self-defensive piece which as a skill set learning how to fight mm. and learning how to defend yourself we don't really need to explain the benefit of those um Hell learning yeah. how to fight doesn't turn you into like a, a savage unresponsible human learning how to fight actually makes you a more responsible human it gives you an understanding of the power that you possess and that others can possess and it gives, you, it gives you a better respect 
Um, and yep. then just the fitness side of it. There is like, if you've ever done sparring or if you've ever done like jujitsu, like full on rounds or you've done, like it goes beyond uh, a Metcon. Absolutely. The combination of energy systems is just, like the demand is so great that from a pure fitness perspective, it is, we would argue, superior. And you could just, if I can, cut it across with the, um, the stress management piece. Basically, when you're under stress, you can be way less, you're way less fucking fit. So if I was... Ah, yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, if when, you're kind of freaking out a little bit, yeah, your gas tank is like... Absolutely. Your nervous system 50% is capacity. fight or flight the whole time and you're trying to figure something out and you have to perform. You have to be powerful, balance, multiple reps, go long time while you're fucking stressed out and that, that just makes it all 10x. Yeah. Let's go to lift. Must. Gets more simple now, but very first piece is you're learning to control an external object, mm. which if we think about life, controlling an external object is kind of a requisite skill to exist on this planet. Whether it's basic stuff like your children or furniture or carrying groceries and things like that. Um, or maybe it's more part of your job. You're a fucking laborer or you're carrying bricks or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, or you're a paramedic and you got to be picking up bodies. Like learning how to control something outside of you is just, there's an element of skill and strength there that is inherent in life. Mm -hmm. Joint stability mm -hmm. and mobility. So being able to express range in your joints while under load, mm -hmm. right? Moving while carrying something. You see those videos on Instagram of like, some old dude in like the in a rainforest somewhere, he's probably in like north of Brazil, mm -hmm. carrying like two tree logs. Like they know exactly where to position themselves yeah, yeah, and yeah. get under it, and yep. you know shit like that. It's um, definitely a skill, like you know, being able to work any object, right? Like whether it's a big object or oh uh, yeah, an awkward long one. Yeah, I feel yeah like I, I feel confident to lift something or at least know my limitations when i can see something and then begin to handle it go nah this needs two people yeah. <laughs> or whatever that might be two people for you two, yeah force production yeah that's where it starts yeah you know it's kind of the basic athletic part of it isn't it yeah like okay you want to run jump higher um you know, whatever, throw things, you want to be better at rock climbing, you want to kick a ball around with your family, you've you got to be able to produce force. This is a basic muscular action. This comes from lifting a load. Yeah, we need load to in keep increasing our force pro pr production, basically. There's only so much we can do with body weight, so we need to overload it to get stronger. You know, and I think that actually raises a good point that's it's kind of not articulated there, but mm. it's like, like you can build all of those things you can build this force production, whatever, with body weight training, mm. but it's hard to overload in that way. Yeah. Whereas lifting an external object like a barbell or kettlebell, it allows you to, it gives you a really simple tool to overload the body and mm -hmm. that fortifies the body. Mm. Like lifting heavy stuff through your hips and legs will build a robustness and a, a level of fortification around the hips that... You can't do with just body weight squats and even pistol squats. Mm, mm. Um, last point there is the reinforcement of fundamental movement patterns. So if we think about those basic movement patterns, squatting, hinging, pressing, lunging, kind of, yeah, it's all in there. 
it's all in there and you know that that stuff's great we don't want to like the movement stuff goes outside of that yes. and so it's important yep. to to keep a balance of the two like we we believe you, you need to have that base level strength through simple movements and then you also need to have strength and capacity through more complex like more coordinated movements yeah the combination of the two is the, the where the potency is at mm-hmm. um this brings us to move paulie if you will art controlling of your own body um you know having a basic awareness and coordination of how to move your goddamn body for whatever function that is and and i guess move really is a umbrella term for a lot of it because move also means lift and fight yeah could be everything yeah but in trying to move 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 didn't sound that cool <laughs> m3 <we> call <laughs> oh <that. laughs> oh i want to fucking punch myself for saying that because um, <laughs> i've seen there's a there's a place around the corner it's like m3 it's got a shitty van isn't that what i oh know that's jackson's gym is m4 that's it oh sorry if i offended someone <laughs> um but so yeah so we're always moving but i guess in the schema that we're talking about it kind of talks more towards body weight control and body weight movement patterns which is kind of vast and endless there's so many different ways we can move so um, building strength with just your own body weight being able to move through an environment intelligently whether it's negotiating an object, climbing up something, under something, avoiding something, running is in there, jumping, plyos. It's, it's definitely fight, you know. Fight is, is, is part of all, all of that. Um, but we, we're going to like with the lift stuff, we can build strength with just the body weight and, and that's a skill that we're, with, we're concerned with inside the move, inside the moves piece. Um, Agility and coordination. Yeah, this kind of talks to the, the plyo thing, doesn't it, that you've mentioned? Yeah. And, and I think like, you know, it's, um, I've got to stop saying, you know, the, there's, a, there's a something about coordination drills using your body that are just like you can, there's levels of complexity you can add to that mm. that go beyond what, what you can do with kind of weighted stuff. That's right. And um, we're doing precision jumps in the gym right now. And I was sitting around thinking about them um, yesterday. I was actually making a post for our IG on it. And the good, like the jumping piece is a coordination of the lower and upper limbs. Yeah. Which you don't have to think about. It's just like you just jump and it's legsy, but you have to be able to use your arms to do that. Yeah. And it needs to be in a coordinated fashion because there's angles and center of mass shifts that are going on that you don't really realize that you know when it looks really fucking good is when it's coordinated. I won't go into the actual levers that's happening in that. But yeah, basic coordination is is everything with movement. So yeah, yeah when, when jumping on and that's like exploding but also absorbing the force. And fuck, that's could be said to every other kind of part of body weight movement with like climbing over an object, you've got to be able to coordinate. There you go. Paul is saying it here, best exercise, full body jumping. It's every muscle group. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The one exercise. <laughs> no, totally true. There's a huge coordinative element to it. And you think Heaps. like, again, think about like for folks who are like, yeah, but where's that relevant to me? Go and walk along the rocks with your kids at the beach and you want to like negotiate around the rocks on the water's edge. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't have like some precision, some accuracy, some understanding of how to organize your body and shift weight, yeah. You're going to be that kook that like slips up. You're, you're going to be that parent that's like, hey, don't go on the rocks. It's dangerous. 
Yes, yeah. Versus that person that's like darting across. Like you look at surfers who have jumped off the rocks for years. Yeah. And yeah. they're like a fucking panther out there. <laughs> that, you know, that's it, like... Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. And yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll come back to that after, I think, when we're reviewing it. But I'd like to say something about, you know, the why. Um, you talk about joint mobility as well in MOVE. Yeah. Yeah, the joint mobility piece, also an extension of the lift element, but is there, there's, a, there's a body weight element to training your mobility. If we think about flexibility training... We think about the positions that we're using, splits, back bends, pancakes, side bending, all this kind of stuff. There's a, there's a whole world there of mobility that is just included in this body weight side of things. Mm. And in our view, it's extremely important to have that as part of your training. Because um, the last thing we have here is physical liberation and, and speaking on mobility, maybe it is uh, right time to bring the point I was going to make was like, because we've made all these examples of like, oh, lift this or helping a friend doing that or climbing on the rocks and someone at home's like, I don't do any of that fucking shit. Um, I lift my phone and Uber Eats comes to me. Like, why do I need to do all that shit? And, you know, why do all of it? Well, we're trying to build well-rounded people. And we know, and that includes a happy person, a healthy person who has some longevity in their life a useful fucking person on this earth. And we know, if you've been on Instagram at all, <laughs> social media, you know, part of being happy is is healthy and helping others. And man, if you're not healthy, fucking everything goes down the shitter, yeah. basically. And and what we're trying to say is that um, what is health? Well, health is being well-rounded. It's not just being super performative in one type of sport. Do you kind of get where I'm going at? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's everything. Yeah. I mean, there's even, you know, one of the, you know, you can go into a gym and look at the mirror and pump weights, do a bodybuilding style of training, which is conventional gym as a lot of people know it. And that's, mm. good, that's good for your health to an extent. But there's some weird shit going on there. You're not really moving a lot. You're looking at yourself the whole time. You're pretending there's no one else around and you're avoiding connecting with them mm. the training you're doing is kind of separated in many ways from what your body's actually designed to do right not mm. all bad um training all of this stuff is like a way of like tapping into this holistic thing that makes you a healthy strong happy individual mm. like there's a reward system for working on really weird movement drills that don't seem to make any sense. Like, where's the practical application? Yep. Well, sometimes it is, it's really hard for you right now. I can see that you're struggling with this and that's the benefit. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, going to totally. feel better for just sucking at this for 10 minutes. Totally. I think there's so many different like inputs there This in, in this physical liberation piece mm. um, beyond just the actual like the practical application, i.e. jumping on the rocks, carrying the groceries. And... Physical liberation, the word just screams at me, freedom. And it's freedom of movement. And you talk about the rocks, and I've seen it, you know, so much this summer. And, you know, having kids run ahead and do something and you not follow them, you know, like you just, you know, in my mind, you want to be able to basically do what you want to do at any one moment without any limitation. And some people were like, well, I don't like doing that, so I don't want to do it. Well, I think something that's built in there is the fact that you can't do it, and that's why you don't like doing it. 
So for me, if I want to be the most useful or the best father or be the happiest person, I want to be able to express myself and to truly be able to express myself. If I was really true, then, well, I want options. I want the mobility options and, and I want the coordination. I can, I can go and play fucking a game of tennis. Not that I've played tennis in 10 years or something like that, but I'd still fucking whoop your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want handbrakes. No, I don't want handbrakes. Yeah. You know, and especially, you know, and we're dads now. It's like when you think of that, that type of stuff and eventually, you know, a lot of people will become parents. It's like I just want to do something or I just want to – my friends are going rock climbing and I want to do that or – going on a, on a, on a two-day hike or a five-day hike and it's like, mm, could I actually do that? That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think we're very good at, at rationalising our thoughts and biases, right? Mm. And so you look at someone who just doesn't do anything physical Yeah. and they've usually carved out a very nice life for themselves that is devoid of anything physical. Mm. Oh, I enjoy reading and I do crosswords and we walk and you know, go to the movies and I'm into the arts and, you know, you're like, that's great, but your knees are fucked, your, your back's a mess. And it's like, wait, <laughs> are you actually not into anything physical or is it just the fact that you're so divorced from it now that it's not even like your, you know, yeah, yeah, your yeah. mind has just chosen to bias yeah, towards yes. these, the things that are left for you to do. You can do both, people. You can, you do, can both. do both. And we do. Well, fucking earth, man. You know, I read I'd a book read. last year. Fucking hell. Shit. Some movies and critique. Fucked with the crossword when I was hanging out with mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, it's not, it's not to criticise those things, right? Yes. But there, is a, but there is a, like, physicality is important. What did Nito say? We have a vessel. We're in a vessel. You can't fucking ignore it. Yeah. You cannot ignore it because it's just going to let you know one day. So, in conclusion... There's a lot in there, but I think you guys get the, get the gist of it. Uh, one final point that I wanted to kind of just make was that we... So this is the philosophy. This is the training philosophy that we share with our allies. We've got strength and movement class. We've got body weight class. And we've got lift class as the cause. And then um, in some of our gyms, we have the fight aspect as well. That's right. And we, we wanted for every gym to have the fight thing. We're like, mm. this, is, this is the thing, has to be fight, lift, move. And the gyms that were, were like, we want to have that, but I can't fight. I've not trained in that. Mm. And we realized very quickly that it's an unfair expectation to place because it's easy to say, go and learn this strength stuff. Go and learn this lifting stuff. You know, we can teach that quite easily. It's pretty simple exercises. But to teach someone to fight, you're just going to end up with someone doing boxer size. And to that point you made about a fitness industry that's just kind of bogus. Mm. Last thing we wanted is that we have some jungle gym that opens up and there's a coach who's got no fucking idea about fighting and they're doing horrible kind of box <laughs> fit class. And we're like, that, that's not what it is. Telling people intelligent movement. That's in right. To a dynamic body. While you do the double, double, double arm cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. Neck tie. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> So the, the, what we came to there was that if that gym operator or their coaching staff have combat within their personal experience, i.e. like yourself, Paul, or myself, T, great. If you've got that, then include that. Like that's one of your things. Have that. Add a jiu-jitsu program. Add a couple of boxing classes. But if you don't, don't feel like you have to because you're just gonna you're probably gonna do a bad job of it, and it's 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 better that you just focus on the stuff that you're good at. And even within that, 
within formats we use in the classes, within warm-up drills and whatnot, we still retain some of this fight component, do we not? We absolutely do, yeah. And it's usually in the form of, yeah, games, yeah, one-on-one games or multiple games, you know, group games. Um, and that's, that's our way of teasing in some of those experiences for people and just sprinkling it on the sides and reminding them, hey, this is, this is that. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think for those practitioners who, who well, don't have that feather in their cap for fighting just yet, um, well, the philosophy is there to encourage them to build that part. And I think a lot of them are going and starting their own practices of that personally to be able to add that to, to, that, to the cap later. That's right. They go on the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. There it is, guys. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I did want to let you know before we wrap up, mm-hmm. we have a coach's certification at the end of this month, weekend of 24, 25, February. Soon. Yeah, real soon, a couple of weeks uh, at Jungle Ballina, which is going to be great. So if you're in that area, the Northern Rivers, or you know someone that is, let them know. You can get the information at junglealliance.com. Just click on the courses tab and click through. You'll see the event there. Uh, there is currently a 20% discount, but you, that expires on the 21st of Feb. Um, that's all there. You just got to use the code Let's Go L-E-T-S-G-O. sign up (laughs) nice Um, but yeah it's gonna be really great I'm excited to go up there we've got a bunch of like budding coaches working at Jungle Ballina Jungle Cabarita Beach and we are looking to expand at the moment another gym in that realm maybe two we're looking at Byron Ocean Shores somewhere around there Mm -hmm. and so um, this is in anticipation of gonna needing more coaches up that way so if you're interested go book it or get in touch hope to see you there nice bro thanks Paulie see you guys